0: The content of this episode contains language that may not be suitable for all listeners. Mature audiences recommended. Thank you.
1: Hello, we're the Unqualified Culinary Critics, a podcast centered around food and cultural experiences. We want to not only share our own perspectives, but hope that these stories connect in some way to each one of you as well. On this episode, we're going to be talking about foodies.
2: Do you consider yourself a foodie? Um, and we do have a guest with us for this episode. Today we do have Jose.
3: Hello everyone.
2: Just to start off, I'm going to define the term foodie. Um, Now there's a few different definitions for that word, but I'll give two that I found. Um, So one is a person having an avid interest in the latest food fads. The same kind of thing, just worded a little differently. Another one, a person with a particular interest in food. So yeah, we're gonna go around and see if everybody else is a foodie. And yeah, so Ashley, do you consider yourself a foodie?
0: Well, um, it's kinda iffy at the moment, but it's like part time yeah, but part time not really. So, um, I mean, I can't really say yes or no at the moment as to whether or not I'm a foodie, but I will say that I like to try new dishes if I'm in the mood, even though I'm picky. But I mean, I have a different taste of things. Like I I, I can taste anything if I feel like it, basically. But yeah, I'm I'm into food. I, I mean, we're doing a food podcast and I feel that talking about food is just the greatest, one of the greatest ways to unite people. So yeah.
2: Definitely. And even everybody that I mentioned this podcast to, they're like, oh, what's it about? And I say food and they're like, that's the best.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Victoria,
1: what about you? Um, Personally, I don't consider myself a foodie just because like, yes, I love food and I agree that food is talking about food is very uniting, but I feel like I don't explore food as much as I should to be considered a foodie. Like I tend to eat a lot of those, a lot of the same foods. Like, of course, I'll try anything once, like I've said um, several times throughout this podcast, but I feel like most of the time, I don't go too out of my way to try something new. Like, even when I go to, like, restaurants that I always go to, I'm always like, oh, you know, like, I'm going to try something new, something I've never ordered off the menu. And then I go up to the register or, like, the waiter and just order the same thing as I've gotten every time I go. <laughs> so I feel like being a foodie, you kind of have to be, like, you have to explore, you know, a lot of different foods and cultures and all that. hmm mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just something I fall short on, the exploring yeah. part.
2: <laughs> Jose, are you a foodie?
3: Based on the second definition, yes. I, I love food, to be honest. I, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Like, I love filmmaking. That's another passion. But also, you know, food is my other passion. I love to, like, try new foods. I love to actually cook as well, like, different type of foods, experiment with foods, you know. I, uh, it's like one of the things that helps me relax, you know, when I'm under a lot of, I got a of, you know, work or, uh, it helps me relax, you know, I enjoy watching those cooking shows, you know, uh, have you guys seen Kitchen Nightmares? I have. I it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I got into it one time for like a whole month and then I started going to his restaurants. I started criticizing his food and also my own food, you know, uh, <laughs> I'd be mean, like, oh, this is, this is horrible, you know, don't, don't ever cook again, you know, stuff like that. So I, I I enjoy food, you know, also another thing is, uh, about 10 years ago, I used to weigh like three sixty, like I was big, so I had to lose weight. And, um, one of the things that helped me lose weight was, you know, just controlling what I I ate ate and trying different types of foods to, you know, help me, you know, help me lose weight. So yeah, I love food, you know, I, I consider that, you know, I love food.
2: So when you cook, cause you mentioned that you really love cooking, do you usually go for like the same kind of meal or are you like more, do you experiment more with different recipes?
3: I I do both. Uh, of course, like, uh, you know, like, what I think to comfort food is like, you know, stuff that I'm very, I enjoy making, you know, I, I, um, I, I feel like I, um I do both, you know, like, there's some like there's the for example there's this chicken recipe that I uh a sm- a smother with like a a red chili pod sauce that I make it from scratch. With that dish, I like to experiment with it. You know, add different vegetables, add different not vegetables but also herbs and spices. So so yeah, I like I like to experiment. One of my favorite things is like you know try different vegetables and other condiments taste with you know the same regular food that I make because after a while you do get bored of cooking the same thing you know. Mm -hmm. and i like just experimenting with food in general
2: yeah i feel like that's a good kind of foodie definition as well is more like being open to experiment and try a bunch of different things yeah um because when i look up the definition of a foodie it's a bunch of different kind of things but it's all around the same idea But I have seen a few where it's just like you love to eat all the time and then you'll get some where it's like what I said earlier, where it's different food fads and everything. And I feel like especially on social media, too, you see a lot more of the food trends and all that. And I feel like I don't know about you guys, but I have seen more, I guess, like trendy type of food places or restaurants where they have the most random food item and it's kind of just like getting people in for the gimmick to try and get more social media outreach and all that
1: yeah I've seen stuff like that where it's more about like the aesthetic and how it looks rather than how it actually tastes Um, yeah like with those drinks that were like really popular a couple years ago like those unicorn Starbucks drinks or whatever And like, I remember people would be get uh, people who would get those would be like, yeah, this is gross. And it just turns brown. (laughs) Yeah. And I
2: feel like we discussed this on a past episode, but it was I think we're were talking about bagels. And there was this one bagel shop that I found where they had like cookies and cream flavored cream cheese.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And it was very odd. And I just feel like that kind of thing. It's almost getting a little too much, but it's kind of done in the name of being trendy and getting all the foodies to eat there. But I don't Mm -hmm. know. I feel like foodie is such a gray area definition-wise. Yeah.
1: Well, I have a question. Do you guys think with the term foodie that cooking is involved with that? Because I like from my understanding of it, it's just someone who loves to eat, not necessarily someone who loves to cook.
0: I mean, I think kind of like universally, if we're talking food in general, then I think cooking should be involved as well. Because like how are we going to okay. eat, you know, like how will the food be prepared? But then again, it's just an opinion.
1: Yeah, well, like, See, I just view foodies as, like, those people on Instagram who take, like, super aesthetic pictures of their food and, like, Sierra had mentioned, just go to all the, like, food fad places and, um, I don't know. I just, for me, it feels like there's something very, um, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, fake because it's not, but, like, the,
2: like... I feel like that would... (laughs) be almost acceptable because a lot of these people do do it for social media clicks yeah like mm-hmm.
1: i feel like some of it has just is for attention <laughs> like some of the people i've seen on social media at least or like instagram
3: yeah i feel like it's both you know like the uh you do uh you know you could be like that you know become a social influencer and just take pictures because there's been a couple of times where i've uh, gone on dates where they, they take pictures and then You know, like, oh, don't eat it yet. Let me take a picture of it. And then, in my opinion, I'm like, yo, I'm I'm hungry, you know. This looks delicious. you know. In my mind, Mm -hmm. I don't say it, but uh, I mean, there's been a couple times I have said it. I'm like, yo, come on, like, try and eat over here, you know. But I think it's both, you know. You could be a foodie where you want to take pictures, you know. It's like uh, artistic as well, you know. You express yourself through that. I I feel like, yeah, there are some times where people are being kind of uh, fake, you know. They just do it for the... uh to get an uh, influencer, uh, to, you know, get notice and you become like a social influencer. And yeah, but again, if you think about it, they're also doing it because they want to become that, you know, doing it for a job, you know, and one thing they enjoy mm-hmm. doing is and they enjoy is food. So, you know, at the end, you might say, oh, yeah, they, they might be doing it for, you know, become a social influencer, but do, they're doing it in a field where they do enjoy what they're doing, you know, eating food and going to restaurants. I actually have a friend that um, she does that. She um she's a social influencer. She's in Vegas. Her name is uh, Julie Kim. So she does stuff like that. She goes to restaurants, takes videos of them, promotes them. Yeah, that's what she enjoys doing. That's one of her favorite things. And I think she has like twenty thousand followers on Instagram or something like that. But you know, for me, I'm on the I'm on the other side. I'm like I, I just you know I just enjoy food. I love to cook try different foods try different restaurants you know and see if it's good or not you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah but,
3: but the fat thing is it is true like I don't know were you talking about something like the cakes have you guys seen those cakes where they look realistic like something else and then they yes do it with a knife and it's something it's a cake yeah you know? that one yeah. I don't know that one I don't I think about it is it that even delicious or are they just doing something that For I don't, yeah
1: yeah <laughs> those cakes always I always wonder like they're probably super, like, sugary. Yeah, that's what oh, I yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that fondant. Yeah. But that's funny that you mentioned the whole, like, taking pictures and stuff of their food. Because, like, there's been times where I'll go out with my friends and, like, like yeah, I'll take pictures of my food. But I like to, like, post it and review it or anything like that. Like, I don't think I'm qualified to do that. um Which I think is something that foodies um, most of the time are, you know, qualified to do um that's also why I say I'm not a foodie but yeah like I'll take pictures and stuff but like maybe just because I'm like oh this looks so cool or I'm just like oh let me take a picture and I'll show like my mom or something but like every time like my friends and I'm sure other people you've heard this from other people but we'll be like oh camera eats first
2: (laughs) I was just going to bring that up because I have a friend that always does that (laughs) yeah
0: that is just so new to me right there (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, it's, well, I'll usually see just this one friend, only her do that. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean your phone eats first? And then it's just like reoccurring. But the thing is, she isn't really, she's more of the person who's kind of just, I need to show off my expensive dinner rather than a foodie, like appreciating Mm -hmm. the food. Um, So it's a little
1: different, but I have seen that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like whatever, you know, if you want to take pictures of your food, do it. I'm not going to judge you for that. But um, mm. yeah, most of the time that my friends and I do that, like, it's kind of like a gag. Yeah. At this point, because um, we know how, like, it probably looks crazy to other people. Yeah. but
2: I have a question because I was thinking about it. And there's this girl, I think she is based in California, but I know that she's been here. She's a competitive eater. I don't know if you guys have seen her on Instagram or TikTok, and I forget her name. I'll find it. But she does competitive eating. Yeah, she'll eat like that huge... I've seen her eat like a five-pound burrito or something in 30 minutes. Mm, Yeah, I think I
3: know.
2: Yeah, she's pretty popular. Is it Raina? Oh, my gosh. Is this crazy? It might be. I'd have to look her up because I completely blank on the name. I can see her face. But competitive eating, how do we feel is that considered a foodie?
1: I feel like it should be because to be a food, I don't know. I feel like to be a foodie, you kind of have to center your wor- world around food. And that's what they're doing. That is
2: what she's doing, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I know it's more of like a job to her, but I
2: feel <laughs> like she eats so many different things. Like she was at... um the serial killers here in las vegas and she did that oh, like yeah. 140 serial challenge
1: there's a place here called serial killers
0: yeah it's a cereal joint um basically oh you're just getting dessert and cereal yeah. i don't know the gist of it completely but i've heard of it
2: i work right next to one uh <laughs> i have had the They have like the cinnamon roll on the waffle maker, which is pretty good. And they'll put like cinnamon toast crunch on it, and whipped cream and all that. That's good. But after paying for it, I was like, I could have made this at home. But they do <laughs> have so many different kinds of cereals. It's like almost 200 or something like that. And you can get milkshakes. You can get um, there's more to it. But I think the main thing would kind of be the milkshakes.
1: Hmm. I love it's very Netflix. interesting,
2: but it brings people in so insanely. Like I can't tell you how many people are like, "Oh my god, cereal. Like here,
1: so random." <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't expect cereal on the strip. I yep. yeah. It's but random. I don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> no, but people go
2: crazy for it.
3: It might be again talking about maybe like a trend or a fab, you know, because you're like, oh, you know, this is yeah that type of restaurant that does just cereal, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Have you guys? They definitely.
3: About... Go ahead. Oh no, no, no! You can... oh, Sorry, I was gonna say something. Oh,
2: else. I was just gonna say it's definitely a smart business to make.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Re- relating to that, what do you guys think about the uh, that heart attack grill, the one where I never.
2: bought <sighs> what's the burger that you have to eat in under an hour or something? It's like thirty minutes or you pay.
3: Yeah, yeah, Is it at the Heart Attack Grill where
2: it is at the Heart Attack Grill. Yeah, that's um downtown, I think.
3: Yeah. I never been there. Like even though I love burgers, I just like I'm cautious about that one. Because mm-hmm. I, I hear they make the milkshakes from like butter. They put, oh. like, they put a pound of butter in the milkshake. Something like that's what I heard.
2: Interesting. That yeah. sounds horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and if you're over 350 pounds, you eat free, I guess.
3: Yeah, yeah. which i like, that promotes unhealthy eating, you know?
2: Uh, yeah. Very much so. I think that's why I just don't care to go. Yeah. And all of their burgers, I'm looking at the menu right now, it's named after Octuple Bypass, Quintuple Bypass, Quadruple Bypass, and these start out at, like, $13 for a burger.
1: Oh, damn. Oh, my God.
2: And they go up to about $34. Bucks. Hmm. I mean, I don't eat meat, but it looks... Um, you know what? Let me find some better pictures. <laughs> Good point.
1: <laughs> See, so I went to um high school downtown. And every once in a while, my friends and I would, like, say after school. And we'd walk around downtown. Or we'd be like, oh, we're hungry. Let's go to McDonald's. And there's a McDonald's at the D that we would go to. So we'd pass by um the Heart Attack Grill. And I don't think they are joking about the name because I remember like half the time we would go, there'd be an ambulance out there. So. Oh, man. Yeah.
3: Was it real though, the ambulance? or
1: No, yeah, like a legit ambulance. I don't know if they were there for the Heart Attack Grill or, you know, just because it's Fremont. So oh, man. things happen. <laughs> but yeah. The food looks good. It
2: just seems like a literally a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I hate to be annoying and everything, but like you said earlier, Jose, it just kind of promotes like serious unhealthy eating, but it's kind of done just to be like, look at us. We're cool. I can do this. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. I forgot about that place.
1: I feel like this is something that you'll eat like maybe once one one time. time yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh they do put butter in their milkshakes
3: yeah, yeah that's really? what i heard i was like that's yeah. i love butter but like, come on you know
1: yeah i just saw a, a picture of a milkshake and it, they put a little piece of butter on it and it looks <gasps> shi- shiny
3: oh <laughs> uh, yeah i saw a video of this guy putting like a whole it was like a big butter stick and i was like dang that's unhealthy
0: yeah yeah but you know they do that with desserts too i don't i can't mm-hmm. think of any in my mind but they would just put like sticks of butter in it and then oh. you're like buying it in a pack or something i don't know i may be just thinking things but it just seems like they would do that so it's not just milkshakes at the heart attack grill yeah but I do
1: yeah that with everything
0: yeah okay. yeah you know i i don't have a huge opinion about contests and stuff like that but if i'm forced to give an opinion it's just to me, you do your thing and I'll do mine. But my priority is I want to stay healthy. I want to eat healthy. And um, that's really that. And I hope that the people that consider doing these things, they know what's best for them at the end. Because mm-hmm. it's just a matter of it's up to you at the end. It's your life, basically.
3: Well, the thing is, have you guys seen that, uh, that this kid from, um, I think he's from Japan and he's like, He's strong. He works out a lot. He uh, lifts uh, weights. He does cardio. But the one thing that uh, he does that for competitive mm-hmm. eating, like he
1: really he
3: enters a bunch of uh, competitions around the world and he's fit. Like you, you wouldn't believe that he, you know, he does competitive eating because he doesn't look like he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't look, he has any body fat in him, but it's because he trains a lot. Like he works out, he eats a lot and then he just goes ham and works out a lot. But uh, mm-hmm. that's how he makes makes a living is through a competitive eating mm-hmm. like that's yeah. what like, oh, it's pretty cool you know but then you're getting like what if it's unhealthy
0: you know yeah but at least he's taking care of himself though like he's going through the process the regiments of training and he's doing what he's got to do so at least he's stepping up though
3: yeah yeah that's the thing is yeah i think maybe if you you can do it and you know as long as you work out you know
0: yeah I mean, and you know the risk as well
3: yeah, well, you know, those boxers, like, I think Pacquiao was, I was watching the, when he was training, and he said that he would burn like 6,000 calories, wow. uh, he would burn so much that after he finished working out, he would go, you know, go out to eat whatever he wants, because he burned enough calories to eat whatever he wants, because, you know, you know, yeah. cardio, and I think that's one thing is, you know, as you, you keep it level, you know,
2: mm-hmm. level well, yeah. even with bodybuilders, they eat at least 3000 calories i remember watching this one guy's video a few years back Mm. and he would eat two breakfasts and he would work out in between and it's like he would have to eat the second breakfast meal because he would burn it off the first one it's insane it's more eating than anything
3: yeah yeah that's what you see with the rock too right he he always has his cheat meal day and he eats like a ton of like pancakes with a whole bunch of sugar maple syrup and like it's very unhealthy if it was us if we ate that on the weekend it'd be too much for us but because he works a lot you know he's able to burn it out
2: it's like he's not even consuming that much food at the end of it
3: yeah
1: do you guys think you would ever like do competitive eating i would not Right away, I can just say that right now. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm not a big risk taker, so that's just me. But I know the risk, but at the same time, that part, the risk part, will just kind of deter me from ever setting foot in a competitive eating thing. That's just how I feel, though. But what about all of you?
3: Oh, I, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to be honest with you. Like ever since I uh, I lost that weight, I uh, I don't. It's not. Uh, they they say it's not true. You know, your your stomach shrinks, but um. I've heard it's not true, but I feel like that's what happened to to me is like, I can't eat like before, like before I would be able to go to a restaurant and eat like two appetizers and then my main course and then some like, you know, some um, dessert afterwards. Uh, Now I can, now I can only eat one thing and that's it. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but I think it's because of that, you know, I I, I can't eat eat like before. I'm really starting to train again, eating healthier. But yeah, like one thing that I stopped doing is eating sugary foods and I don't miss it, but sometimes, like, oh, man, I wish I could have, like, a cheesecake, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: with competitive eating, do you have, like, can you pick what you eat?
3: Yeah, there's a lot. contest you go into? Yeah, may- may- remember there's, like, a hot dog eating contest, burger eating contest. There's a sushi eating contest, too, I heard.
1: Oh, my God. I would become a competitive eater just for that, just to eat <laughs> as much sushi as possible.
3: <laughs> and I think that's healthy, though. I no? feel
1: like that's, go ahead.
3: I know. I'm saying. I think that uh, sushi is healthier than hot dogs or burgers. You know.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but then and I feel like sushi already too. Well, that is true. That it's is fine. true. <laughs> it's worth. Well, it. I feel like anything in excess is already a mess. Um, yeah. So I mean, whatever. If you're a competitive eater, then you're willing to take the risk. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's already a concept with all you can eat sushi too. Trying yeah. to get it all just eating and with sushi too it's like you can keep eating and it doesn't really hit you for a minute Mm
1: -hmm. oh yeah yeah it hits you once it's too late
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i tried the all you can eat sushi at a restaurant um here in the valley i'm not gonna give the name i was Mm -hmm. like my brother he did it before it's like just does it casually but when i try to do that i'm like i want to try and see well how he did it so i'm doing it and all of a sudden it's like it just hits me you're eating raw fish and i'm like oh my god it just tastes bad (laughs) so i just didn't make it after that like i tried i'm not doing contests and stuff but i'm just not the kind of person that will really eat raw food like i'll maybe eat it once in a while but growing up into a family that one that will half would go, I want it cooked, fully cooked. While another's like, I'll have it like medium rare and stuff. But I mean, I've done it. I've, I've tried the all you can eat thing before. Like, it's not for everyone. I can say that for sure because that was that happened to me exactly. But my experience with all you can eat, I don't want to do that again.
3: Did you feel nauseous yeah. afterwards, or?
0: No, no, I I didn't. I just felt emotionally like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <Quality>. <laughs>
3: How how about you guys? Like, Is there a food that you would be able to do like competitive eating? You're like, oh, I could do this in my sleep.
2: If I had to choose, I feel like I would go with pizza. But I know that that's going to be a heavier food. And I know that I would fail. But my diet is so limited as well that I feel like pizza would just be a good go-to to at least attempt. But I know that I would miserably fail
3: yeah mm-hmm. that, would, that wouldn't be hard for me because it's, a, it's a, it sounds acidic to me you know like the tomatoes and mm-hmm. yeah, I feel I'm it's a lot yeah.
1: yeah i don't know i'm i'm sticking with sushi i love sushi didn't try all you can eat then. <laughs> yeah dude i devour it every time i go and get all you can eat sierra i don't know if anybody asked
0: i don't know if you um revealed it but are you considered a foodie like do you consider yourself as one?
2: I don't think so. Only because, like I just mentioned, my diet is very limited, mm-hmm. and I know that there is a lot more options for like people like me who are ninety-five percent vegan. However, I just I don't know. I'm still kind of picky as well, so mm-hmm. that's a big setback. I don't like experimenting. I kind of like sitting or staying with my foods that I like. And I don't really like going outside of that realm. I yeah. try to experiment more, but I don't know something. I just get really weird about new food.
0: Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. I, I can empathize with you even though I'm not vegan, but yeah, I mean, one of the reasons that I mentioned that I'm iffy on that is just like, I'm far trying new things, but at the same time with hesitation. <laughs> so
2: yeah, definitely. And I feel like a lot of the trend stuff too is just, I don't know, sometimes it doesn't seem appealing to me at all. Some things are just like a bit much. So I kind of just feel like it might be better to just stay away from them.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just for the best, you know.
2: Well, and I feel like now a lot of kind of trendy food and restaurants that we see come up are just done for like shock effect. If that makes any sense. I agree. Just like who can pump out the craziest new dish mm-hmm. and then market off of it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if it makes people happy, you know, this who are is we true. To judge and who are we to critique? I mean, I this will is true. Lifestyle.
2: And I will <laughs> <Yeah>. critique.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not I mean. a
2: chef or anything. Some <laughs> things, I mean, I'll just keep it to myself and be like, you know what? I don't ever want to try anything
1: like that. It is in the podcast name.
0: Yeah, we are this unqualified. Is true.
1: Critics. And <laughs> we are <laughs> we are critiquing.
0: <laughs> yeah. If it makes you happy, oh, yeah. just be happy. I don't want to be in your way at all.
2: Yeah. There's the just way. like the butter and the milkshake. I feel like I'd be like, okay, what's your problem? There's already <laughs> enough dairy and sugar and stuff piled into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think we need another butter stick, but I could be totally wrong and maybe it gives it extra flavor. Who knows?
3: And heart disease. But I do go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm saying heart disease. It gives you flavor and heart disease.
2: Yeah. Right. (laughs) I feel like the concept for a lot of these places, like heart attack girl, how we were talking earlier, it's a cool concept. I feel like that's also what attracts a lot more people as well. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I feel like foodies have been in, like I mentioned earlier, a huge gray area. I feel like pretty much anybody could be a foodie now. Yeah. Because there's so many different definitions and ways to be a foodie. But what we see mainly is more like fads
1: Mm -hmm. online,
2: at least from what I've seen. I'm not too sure about you guys, but from what I've seen, it's all these fads that come and go.
3: Or like, like which ones? Like, uh, one of them is the cake one, right? The
2: Yeah, one of those, and then you'll see people, like, try and recreate those and
1: all that stuff.
3: Would the other one be, like, birria with ramen? Would that be considered one, or or no? That's a good question.
1: I think so. Um, Just because that's something that I feel hadn't been seen before, and then you just see a bunch of people doing it out of nowhere.
3: Yeah. Is there other fads besides that one?
1: Let me think. So one of the
2: trends that I remembered, I get. I don't know if it would be more, I guess trend and fad are kind of the same thing, but it was whipped coffee that got really popular like two, three years ago and it came and it went for like a minute. But yeah, I feel like that would be one of the other food fads as well, but that's one of the only things that come to mind right now.
1: Yeah. I remember the whipped coffee trend.
2: Yeah.
3: Is it the one where they design like the little art stuff with the? is that it or which one?
2: No, that was um, when you get like fluffy, it's like instant coffee kind of thing or you get like cold brew and then I think you put like really light, fluffy whipped cream in it and it almost like melts together. I never oh, tried God. it. I don't remember exactly, but it looks tasty. It looks good.
0: Sounds interesting, even though I've never heard of that. This is what happens when I'm not on social media that much.
2: Yeah, it, it came and it went really quick. I also think that that's one of the crap things about social media is how fast everything moves now.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. just moves it's society.
2: Like, exactly. Trends come and go in a day, and now we're getting nostalgic about six years ago. It's a little <laughs> odd. Yeah. yeah. But we do want to hear from you guys. We want to know if you guys are foodies. Let us know. And you can let us know on our social medias. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is U-N-Q-C-U-L-C-R-I-T. And Instagram is going to be Unqualified Culinary Critics. And we do want to hear from you. So let us
0: know what you guys think. And see you on the next episode. Yes. And thank you, Jose, for agreeing to make an appearance in our podcast.
3: Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it. I love, uh, I love talking about food. I could talk about food for like a whole day, you know? I'm actually <laughs> hungry right now just talking about food, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, me too. Same
2: actually, here. Same.
3: Yeah. All
0: righty. Take care, everybody.
2: Thank okay, you. Thank you.